0: Muli buan This is the Rorschach Malawi update for the week of the 9th of September, 2021. Ten minutes on what's been happening in the warm heart of Africa during the week, every single week. So here we go. First up, Malawi Energy Regulatory Authority, META, has said, it is monitoring fuel price movements on the international market before it moves to adjust prices. Fuel prices have remained volatile on the international market, with the Quacha losing traction with other major trading currencies, making price hikes. At the pump, very likely. MARA spokesperson Fitina Konje said while working to cushion local pump prices, the regulator would still ensure continued security of fuel supply. She also added that for continuity, prices have to reflect what is happening on the international market and that MARA has insufficient funds in the price stabilization fund to keep cushioning the prices. From one uneasy increase to another, out of 2,475 people screened in Dedza recently, 2,099 have been diagnosed with scabies. This development is obviously of increasing concern to health authorities in the district, in addition to 376 people who were diagnosed with other skin diseases. All the cases were found in schools and surrounding villages. Area officials, in conjunction with the Dermatology Department of the Ministry of Health, are providing treatment to those diagnosed. Scabies is contacted through an infestation of the skin by human itching mite and is spread by skin-to-skin contact. Best if you live in Dedza to avoid physical contact with other people altogether until the problem is solved. From itchy to shady, Tonse Alliance critic and social media activist Maxwell Ngambi has been appointed as a director of strategy at Statehouse. The Statehouse Director of Communication, Sean Kampumdeni, confirmed Ngambi's appointment. Ngambi, who is one of Malawi's renowned media practitioners and is a seasoned public relations specialist, has recently been called a critic of the Chakwera administration for exposing to trails of financial and governance flaws committed under the incumbent. Some view his appointment as a ploy by the Tansai Alliance government to silence critics. Gambi's recruitment statehouse comes only days after Chuck also appointed media and public relations expert Anthony Kasunda as the acting presidential press secretary following Brian Banda's departure to China, where he's pursuing further studies. Anybody else think something's a little rotten in the state of Denmark? Speaking of rotten, policeman Sanjay arrested the district's hospitals. Principal Human Resources Manager Lufai Kachamba for allegedly employing seven workers without following proper procedures, meaning they didn't exist. Police say that they're hunting for the ghost workers. According to a report from Nsanje District Council, the ghost workers were employed as health surveillance assistants, ward attendants, and head of hospital attendants among their positions. Nachamba is expected to appear in court soon. From ghost workers to ghost positions, the Ministry of Health informed the general public in a press release dated Friday the 3rd that an advertisement circulating on social media inviting applications for data clerks, hospital attendants, health surveillance assistants, and security guards is not coming from the Ministry of Health and advised the public against making any applications for those posts. The ministry highlighted that vacancies from the ministry are always communicated through official channels and do not solicit payments or application fees, as was indicated in the fraudulent help wanted ads. Good news for the truly hard-working, the Deputy Minister of Labor said this week that 81 of the 450 names of the ex-miners who worked in the mines in South Africa between 1970 and 1988, whose records of service have been retrieved by the South African government, will start receiving their pensions by next month. This comes after some disgruntled ex-miners petitioned the ministry demanding a forensic audit report of all electronic payments made to ex-miners to establish who fraudulently took their money. Now, those whose names will be confirmed by the Provident Fund Administrator will be paid directly to their bank accounts through electronic money transfer. Score one for the good guys. The Copyright Society of Malawi, Kosoma, confiscated over a hundred computers and other gadgets in Nkota Kota this week. The crackdown is part of an ongoing effort to stop piracy through distributing and selling other people's artistic works without permission. Kosoma inspectors had a three-day operation targeting those selling other people's artistic works without authorization. Thomas Chirambo, who's head of the Licensing and Enforcement Office for the Central Region, has since asked those interested in music selling and reproduction to get licensed with Kosoma to avoid being punished by law. He said, quote, It is high time artists reap from the sweat and fruits of their labor. They have complained for so long that they are not protected and supported. Those whose gadgets were seized will only get them back after paying for the license, end quote. That's it for this week. Thanks for tuning in. If you like the show, share it and subscribe for more. We want to know where you're listening from, so drop us a line at a brand new dedicated email malawi at Rorschach.com. Let us know what city or town you're in. You can find us on Instagram at Rorschach Malawi. Piu nana.